And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. And danger beckon ever onward. W.A. Schaefer Pen Company presents The Adventurers Club. Two stories about men of daring. To men of rugged stamp, The Adventurers Club in Chicago is hearth and home. Its high-ceilinged walls hung with strange trophies from exotic lands. Native knives and spears, priceless ivory from Africa's Gold Coast, and shrunken human heads. Of the members seated before the roaring fire, all are intrepid adventurers. For neither fame nor fortune merit membership in this most exclusive club. Only those who have participated in some strange and thrilling adventure are admitted. Certainly sounds like it, and that's just a sample of today's adventure. Say, they better hurry and get back of that truck. They sure had, and listen, you boys and girls better hurry and order the super new five-in-one mystery compass we have for you, because this is your last chance. And no fooling friends is the greatest thing ever. Closed up, it's a fancy bronze ornament you can wear. Open it up, and it's a treasure chest of valuable things. It holds a genuine magnetic compass to show you the right direction wherever you are. There's your own private identification card, a secret chamber for coins, codes, or hidden messages, too. And listen, a genuine fire glass to help you start a campfire without matches. Boy, it's a keen outfit. All my friends want one, too. Well, everybody does. And here's the way you can get one, friends. Just get a bottle of Schaefer's Sprit from your dealer. That's the all-American writing fluid. Send the box top together with just 25 cents with your name and address to Schaefer, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois. Or if you choose, ask your dealer for a sales slip showing you've purchased any Schaefer product and send that instead of a script box top. But hurry, this is absolutely your last chance to get your five-in-one mystery compass. Order today. <laughs> true story of adventurer Counter Pro Rock's desperate flight across the treacherous Sahara. In last week's episode, adventurer Count Bylander Pro Rock and his companions succeeded in opening the ancient tomb of the African queen Tinhinan in the southern Sahara. But Tinhinan was the ancestress of the fierce Tuareg tribe of the desert, and as the explorers were removing precious gold and silver relics from her tomb, a band of enraged Tuareg warriors attacked. Counter Prorock and his party fought them off long enough to escape with their treasure in fast desert trucks. Now, peering ahead through tight-fitting goggles, Counter Prorock and Pierre Dumont in one truck, 
and Mustard, the Arab guide, and his driver, Paul, in the other, are desperately trying to outdistance a terrible desert sandstorm. No use, Byron. The sand is going so hard I can't even see through the windshield. If we had a sand dune head on in this four-ton flood, Pierre, we'll be crushed to death. But if we stop, the sand will bury us truck and all. Uh, Sam must be getting in the motor. She's missing. Yeah, you're right. We'll have to stop. We'll ruin the engine. I don't think the sand will pile up deep enough to cover it. But what about food? We have barely enough to get us across the desert. We can still make it if the storm doesn't last over two days. Okay, you're the boss. All right. Signal Paul and Musak to stop, too. I hope they can hear us all right. We haven't seen their truck since this infernal sandstorm caught up with us. I don't hear any answer to our signal, do you? They were ahead of us. Maybe they made it through the dunes before the storm caught them. I'd like to think so, Pierre, but we can't take a chance on it being lost. We'll have to get out and look for them. You're not going to get out of this raging storm. There's nothing else to do. The wind's blowing that sand 140 miles an hour. It'll cut your face right open. I'm going to wrap this off around my face. Put on gloves to protect my hand. But you can't even see through the sand. It's like a blizzard. You'll be lost 10 feet from the truck. Have you got any rope? Yeah, there's some right here behind the seat. Now, let me have it. What are you going to do? I'm going to tie one end of the rope around my waist like this. The other end of the truck so I can find my way back. Give me that other scarf. I'm going with you. You better stay here. I can manage. If both of us go, we'll double our chances of finding them. All right. I'm going to open the door of the truck now. You ready? All set. This way, Pierre. Get down on your hands and knees. Hang on to the rope. First out. Move. First out. Where are you? Oh, answer me. They can't hear you in this storm, Byron. We might as well go back. No, let's crawl ahead a bit more. We haven't come to the end of the rope yet. First third. Listen, did someone answer? I didn't hear anything. First third. First third. She did answer. Hurry, over this way. First third. I think he's more to the right, Byron. Hello, Mustard. Over here. More to the left. Where, Mustard? Where are you? I think you must be over this way. No, no. The sun's getting ahead of us. Oh, here it is. I'm following him. Here, Masag. Take the water from my canteen. Uh, I'll hold it for you. Uh, that's right. I'll drink some more. Are you all right? I can't see. Oh, what's that? I'm running board of the truck. When Masag got out, the wind must have knocked him against it and stunned him. I am. <coughs> all right. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you're all right, Masag. Quick, Pierre. Take hold of his feet. Help me carry him into the cab of the truck. Okay. Never mind me, monsieur. Boy, it's Find boy. We'll find him as soon as we get you inside the truck. <coughs> Sounds like we're probably <coughs> just in time. Yeah, here. Truck door's open. Lift him up. I can't see where I'm going. Go to the right, Pierre. Here's the seat cushion. Well, are you just stay here in the truck, Monsieur? You'll save my life. Oh, he went to look for you. All right, Mustache. You stay quiet now. We'll be back in a little while. Come on, Pierre. We've got to find Paul. It's hopeless, Byron. We've been crawling around this blasted desert for nearly an hour. Yes, I'm afraid he's wandered too far from the truck. Paul! Paul! Maybe he's already found his way to the truck by this by himself. Listen. Now you're singing. You better get hold of yourself, Byron. Strange telling on you. Keep still. It is, Paul. How do you like that singing in the sandstorm? It must have driven him mad. Now I've lost it. Wait a minute. 
I think he must be over this way. There. Now, come on, dear. Oh! Oh! Oh, Monsieur de Perrot. I'm glad to see you. I knew that you would come. But surely you heard us calling. Why, why didn't you come to us, Paul? Well, if we both stumble around in these storms here, we may never meet. So I stand perfectly still and sing. That way you find me. <laughs> it's very simple. I think you showed good sense of that. Come on. Let's get back to the truck so we can have some shelter. <laughs> For three interminable days, while the sandstorm raged outside, the four of us sat huddled together in the cab of the truck. Sand piled high around us and over us, swirled through the cracks of the doors and floorboard, into our hair and down our clothes, even worked its way through our scars underneath our goggles. At last, toward evening the third day, after we had munched our last two slices of dry and gritty bread, Usag, our Arab guide, could stand it no longer. Three days and nights have we sat in this cursed spot, with the sand piling up around us like a tomb. Uh, but what can we do, Mossad? We can't drive in this storm. We'll just have to wait until it blows over. <coughs> that is to wait only for death, monsieur. I have seen storms such as this one last for weeks. <coughs> you will starve. Well, I'm not going away for weeks. Don't be a fool, dear. Get out of the truck, you'll lose your way in five minutes. Monsieur de Prora speaks the truth. You do not know the desert as I do. <laughs> it is I who must find a way through these dunes and get help. No, no, Moussac. You could never make it. <coughs> you saved my life three days ago, monsieur. Perhaps in this way I shall be able to repay you. May I see your compass, monsieur? <coughs> compass? Certainly, Mossack. Our truck is still headed due north, see? Then the outpost of Vorgla is to the left, is it not, monsieur? Yes, yes, that's right. Very well. That is the way I shall go. Oh, do not try it, Mossack. You will only die in this storm. Twice have I made the great pilgrimage to Mecca. I have seen the sacred mosque and kissed the black stone. If it is the will of Allah that I shall die in the desert, then I shall die. Now, messieurs, I will bring help to you if Allah wills it. Farewell. Wait, Mujah! Let him go, Pierre. If anyone can make it, he can. According to his faith, he must attempt this for us, because we saved his life. This Musag. He's a brave man, and a good man. But he'll never make it through those dunes alive. Is there not even a crust of bread left, Monsieur de Proloc? I'm afraid not, Paul. Why doesn't the storm let up anyway? Moussard has been gone three days. Still no word. I knew he wouldn't get through. Poor Musak. When we had some food. I'm beginning to think Musag was lucky to have died so quickly. Wait, wait. Is the wind dying down a little? Or do I just imagine it? After six days in the sandstorm, monsieur, one can imagine anything. No, no. Look outside. It is clearing. I can see the outlines of the surrounding dunes. Sacre bleu. We are safe. 
Maybe we've all gone mad. I can hardly believe it. No, it stopped. Let's get out and look around. Oh, help me push the story. Oh. Oh. She is moving, monsieur. Where do I get my shoulder against it? <sighs> Come up here. Look, the sun's coming through. Oh, how wonderful it is to feel alive again. I'm so stiff I can hardly walk. Pierre, you and I better get the shovels and start digging the trucks out while Paul repairs the engines. Look, there is the other truck. Only the cab is sticking out of the sand. I guess there's nothing to do but dig. We oui, and I will get my tools and start to work on the engines. In a few hours, we'll be on the way again, and soon we will be safe in Wurgla. <laughs> True to his word, Paul had the trucks running again in a surprisingly short time. But it was still nearly 200 miles to Wurgla. Hour after hour, we drove on under the burning Saharan sun. Paul had lost 35 pounds, and my own clothes were beginning to hang on me like a flour sack. Pierre was nothing but skin and bones, yet he insisted on driving our truck. I kept checking the compass to make sure that we didn't lose even a precious mile since it was imperative we get food before all of us collapsed. Watch up here. You're heading too far west. We'll wind up in Spanish Morocco at this rate. If we only had something to eat. I, I think I'd better take over the wheel, Pierre. You're almost done in. I'm all right, Byron. Why is everything getting so dark? Look out. You're heading straight for that dune. What? Move over, let me drive. Oh, I'm the driver of this truck. Pierre, look out, you're going to hit that dune, look out! Golly, I certainly wouldn't want to get mixed up with a sandstorm. It would be mighty easy to get lost, that's for sure. And say, friends, you'd better hurt five valuable features... Just send 25 cents and the top of a script carton or a sales slip from your dealer showing that you've purchased any Schaefer product to Schaefer Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois. That's all. Just send 25 cents together with a script box top or sales slip, your name and address to Schaefer, S-H-E-A-F-F-E-R, Schaefer Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois. But hurry, this offer will not be repeated. Order yours today. Now, we return to the thrilling true-life story of adventure account Byron de Prorock. Fleeing northward through the Sahara Desert with the priceless treasures from the ancient tomb of the Tuareg queen, Teen Hinan, Count de Prorock and his party were held up for six days by a terrible sandstorm during which they ran completely out of food. Pierre Dumont, exhausted from hunger, has just collapsed at the wheel of his truck, and the four-ton Renault has just smashed head-on into an enormous sand dune. Now, on the sand near the stall truck, Count Prurac and his French mechanic, Paul, are bending anxiously over their unconscious. Pierre. Pierre, are you all right? There. He's opening his eyes. See? What happened? The sand dune. Look out, Baron. The truck is stopping up here. Now tell me, do you hurt anywhere? Uh, no, I, I'm all right now. Is the truck okay? Yes, Pierre. He just blacked out at the wheel for a second. Is he all right, monsieur? 
I think so. No bones broken anyway. Food. No food. They must have something to eat, Byron. We'll be in Wagla before long. Uh, you think uh, you can drive the truck all right, monsieur, the corrupt? Of course. I'll take the lead. I don't know whether Pierre can last till we get to Wagla, Paul, but we've got to try. Let's go. How are you feeling up here? My head aches badly, Byron. Maybe if I had some food. How much further is it to Wagla, Byron? Not much farther, Pierre. Why don't you try to sleep? How is he, monsieur? Not good. We'll drive all night. If we can just make Wagla and get him some food. Light, Byron. Yes, we've driven all night, Pierre. Isn't that Paul's horn? He wants us to stop. I hope there's nothing wrong. We'll soon find out. Here he comes. Why is he pointing over there to the east? Monsieur de Baroque, look over there. A village. Where? That's probably a mirage. Oh, but you have passed it, monsieur. Back to the east. I still don't see it. It is a village. I can see the native hut. Here, Byron, look. Through the binoculars. They must have food there, monsieur. It's a miracle. We could never have reached Wardler. How do you know the natives of that village are friendly? I don't, but we'll have to take a chance. We've got to get something to eat. After all, we have the machine gun if everything else fails. We'll drive in first, Paul. You follow right behind us. Be ready for action if anyone acts peculiar. Look. The natives are coming up all around us. I don't like the look of this. I'm glad Paul parked right behind us. Well, we're here now. We may as well get out and greet them. Wait. Are you sure you can stand all right? I don't want them to see how weak we are. I think I can carry it off all right. Here comes Paul from the other truck. Sacre bleu. Never have I seen such a gang of cutthroats. Why do they all wear veils? Haven't you ever heard of a veiled product, Pierre? You mean this? Here comes the chief. Welcome, most stranger. The servant of Allah greets you. Greetings, noble chief of the Tuareg. We've come to ask if you'll sell us food and camel's milk. From what part of Sahara do you journey? We've come from the south, from the Ahagar Plateau. For six days, a sandstorm raged in the desert. No man could come through it alive. We were caught in that storm, and we camped for the six days. Now our food's gone. That's why we've come to you. Our dried supplies are very low. But can't you spare us some milk and bread? You will pay us in gold? We have only the paper money of Algiers. I think maybe you have gold in the giant automobiles. Now it's about the treasure, Byron. Let's get out of here. Oh, he's just guessing. This is the only money we have. We'll give you all of it for milk and bread. Very well. I will take paper money. Akbar, bring food and be quick. Thank you, Chief. Allah will reward you for helping travelers in distress. Food will be here soon. And while you eat, we will do for you the ancient Swarek dance of welcome. Is uh, that what those drums are for? Yes. That is our dance music. Is uh, that what those drums are for? Yes. That is our dance music. But we heard the drums when we drove up. 
You must have known that we were coming. We of the desert know many things. I don't like this, Byron. We can't leave without the food, but keep an eye on the trucks. Oh, I'm getting a headache already, monsieur. Watching for food with one eye and for trouble with the other. Ah, the food is here. You will eat there in the shade. Uh, don't bother, Chief. There's shade enough right here at the side of the truck. Uh, never mind the shade. Just hand me a cup of that milk. Here you are, monsieur. Go. Take it easy, Pierre. You'll make yourself sick. Oh, that stew smells delicious. All things are ready. And now we dance while you eat. Uh, won't you have something to eat with us, Chief? Thank you. I have eaten long since. Uh, that food is excellent, but uh, I do not care for the floor show. They're forming a big circle around us. As right. long as we're not cut off from the trucks, we're all right. You feel better, Pierre? I could eat ten times as much. Yeah, but you mustn't. Too much food now would be almost as bad for you as none at all. Uh, what we do not eat now, we can take with us. Those native drummers seem to be working themselves into a frenzy. I wonder where that chief has gone. Find who he turned out to be. Is that not he over there, talking with those warriors? Warriors? He's great season, by Look at the four foot swords those warriors are wearing. Get ready to cut the food around this one ugly. Look, the doctors have drawn their saw. Come on, we can't let them take the truck. Climb up to the machine gun on the top of your truck, Paul. Here and I'll try to hold them off. Yeah, I'm not even pretending to dance anymore. We have to shoot up the trucks. We're going to try to get our tires. We can't let them do that. They're not there in They're closing in on Paul, too. Turn around and get your back to the truck, Pierre. Hurry, Paul. Get that machine gun going. He's got Paul. No, he made it. He's climbing up to the machine gun. They're getting closer, Byron. Let him have it, Paul. That's really doing the trick. Yeah, that's the ball oh. back. Give them another burst, Paul. Good work, Paul. Good work. It's the ammunition, monsieur. Well, we take another box. It's here. I'll bring it. Here. Help me with your gun. I'm trying. Hurry. 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 Truly, the Tuareg do not have air. Oh, if they do, we are lost. No. No, that's a French army plane. He's coming directly for us. At the Rapsi Caesar. What good would that do? If he landed, he'd be in the same fix we're in. The Tuareg are falling at him now. Let us stop at the trap. He's dropping something. A bomb. He's trying to hit us. Oh, no, it isn't a bomb. It's a package. Uh, but the Tuareg thinks it's a bomb. They are running away. They'll be back soon enough when the ship doesn't explode. Oh, no, no. Look, monsieur. The pilot is chasing them. He's dropping things all the time. That's a flying boat coming down now. Look at the Tuareg run. Oh, he's quick-witted, that pilot. He saw our trouble and came to the rescue. Right. Paul, I bet that first package he dropped was meant for us. I'm going to get it. What? Be ready to start as soon as I get that package over to Pierre's truck. Oh, we miss you. I will be ready. Where are you going, Byron? Let's get out of here. Wait a minute. I'm going to break this package. Start your motor. Hurry up! Before the quarry come back! Can't go any faster! This package is heavy! Why in the world did you stop for that? It's addressed to us. What? The shoes are brought up! Hurry! The quarry got coming back! Here, Pierre. Take the package. All right. Now, move over and let me drive. Get going, Paul! Open up the package, Pierre. See what's in it. Great Scott! What is it? It's food! 
Here's a note from the French commandant of Huerta. What does he say? They got worried about us when they heard about the sandstorm. A relief caravan left Huerta this morning, and the plane came out ahead to locate us. Oh, then we've got nothing more to worry about. The plane will give them our location, and we should meet the relief caravan before night. <laughs> Monsieur de Ferrand, as director of the Museum of Algiers, permit me to express our deep appreciation for these rare archaeological treasures. These relics from the tomb of Queen Dean Hinnan will provide future generations with a keener insight into the customs and culture of the ancient Sahara. We have arranged to exhibit them in a special hall bearing your name. Monsieur Roussel, you do me a great honor and I'm very touched. I have a favor to ask of you. Any favor it is in my power to grant, Monsieur de Perrault. A man gave up his life to bring these treasures back safely, Monsieur Roussel. And I'd like to see the new hall named for him. Of course, Monsieur de Perrault. He was our Arab guide, Moussak. been listening to the Adventurers Club, brought to you each Saturday at this time by the W.A. Schaefer Pen Company. Today's adventure was based on the true life experiences of Count Byron de Prorock. All rights to this broadcast are reserved. Payment for story material was made only to the Adventurers Club Foundation, a non-profit organization. The part of Adventurer de Prorock was played by Ed Prentice. The Adventurers Club is produced by Jack Simpson, directed by Russ Young, and written by Jack and Gretchen Sharp, with original music by Dave Bacall. Wow, that was a real thriller. I'll say. I'm going to write it up for a theme that's due Monday. Smart idea. And to be doubly sure of a good grade, be sure to write it in Schaefer's script. That's the all-American writing food, you know. More popular on college campuses than any other in America. And because script keeps your writing cleaner, neater, more attractive, why, it's easy to see that better grades are bound to follow. Yes, sir, you get a head start on high marks when you script it. Sure. All our gang says, script it. It's the password to better grades. Ask your dealer for a bottle of Schaefer's script today. And remember, right now, if you hurry, the script box top is extra valuable. Send it together with just 25 cents in coin and your name and address to Schaefer, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois, for your extra special five-in-one mystery cup as we told you about. Or instead of the script box top, send a sales slip from your dealer showing your purchase of any Schaefer product. But don't wait any longer. Thousands have already been sent, and this is the very last offer. Send a day for your exciting mystery compass with its five thrilling and secret features. The address again, Schaefer, S-H-E-A-F-F-E-R, Schaefer, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois. Until next Saturday at this same time, this is Ken Laudine speaking for the W.A. Schaefer Pen Company and inviting you to join us then for an absorbing drama of intrigue and suspense in the French underground with the OSS, as told by adventurer Paul Sears. An adventurer follows the off-trail path 
where excitement and danger beckon ever onward. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.